welcome to the Courtney Turner Podcast. I'm here today with Katie Huff of Katie Huff Ministries. She's also the author of Unmath. And it's funny because we were just talking a little bit about that. And I immediately thought of when I was in high school, I wrote... We, we we were given kind of a lot of latitude in some of the topics that we could write things on. But I actually wrote a report on Billy Joel's song, The Stranger. Oh, okay. I, I wrote it. I wrote this like article or paper for school, but it was written as if it was a poem. So not really on the song itself, but like as a po- taking it as a poem, which I think it was. I mean, most songs are poems, but it's, it rem- you were saying how the mask that you were referring to was not the uh, like COVID physical mask. It was more like the mask that we wear. And yes. that was what I had written about because that's what I believe the song was about. Um, yes. So, yes. Yeah. So, well, how are you doing today? Thank you for being I, here. <laughs> oh, God bless you, Courtney. I am just blessed and thankful and grateful that we can have a conversation regarding uh, how so many of us are wearing a mask. And it doesn't even have to be like as in 2020, the mask as what I used to wear when I would go into the recovery room as a nurse, the mask that everyone was wearing even in 2020 and 2021. And some are still wearing it. But my mask was that I was obviously... Uh, trying to pretend that everything was wonderful and great when um, inside I, it wasn't so wonderful and great because, you know, I was I am a Christian and I was engaged to a non-Christian man. Um, he was of an organization that is called Scientology and obviously they don't have a deity in that church. And so being a Christian, that was interesting. But, you know, being a nurse, Courtney, I've always been like the caretaker, Katie, and that is, uh, I can lead him to the Jesus and maybe uh, he'll come to know him and be better off for it. And um, obviously, that was a long, tumultuous six years, three years together. And then three years, I actually wore his engagement ring because I was laying my life on Romans 4.17 that says, call things that do not exist as though they do. And so there I was. I was, uh, you know, praying that he would come to know Jesus. So it was, it was, they don't believe in a deity at all. I, I guess I don't know that much about Scientology. I mean, I know what the media has told me, but I don't really know. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't realize oh. they don't believe in a deity at all. They so they're don't. atheists? Well, no, they just accept whatever it is. I mean, we had people in there that were obviously, they were Jewish, they were Christian, mm-hmm. they were you know, whatever you wanted to be, it really, they didn't, I asked him one time, I said, so what, what time is church or what time is services? And there wasn't any services. And I said, well, you don't have any church meetings or anything like that? And they were like, no, they don't have a gathering. It was all, you know, personal development, basically, is what I would wrap it up into. And by no means am I an expert, but um, they definitely, you know, do auditing and things of that nature, which I call it the PTSD of life. You know, we all have PTSD, depending on what it is. Some is obviously worse than others. And, you know, when you have emotional things going on, um, you obviously don't focus. You're distracted and different things like that. And so they try to um, become clear of all of their past and all of the issues that could be affecting them. So I honestly... um, you know, I'm not an expert by any means. I just was thinking as a good fiance that I should be at least exploring what his belief systems were if we were going to get married mm-hmm. and um, trying to figure out why he was so drawn to this mm-hmm. and what it all meant. And so uh, that's what I was doing is trying to be that 
that wonderful fiance and future wife where, um, but I was definitely the head of the household when it came to our spirituality, when it came to our church and our praying and, and grace. And, and I thought that was enough when, in fact, um, I found out really quickly that it wasn't for me, enough for me anyway. Right. So, Interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. So they just uh, so they they accept whatever. So do they require that you have a belief in a god or a, some greater? They don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, because mm-hmm. I've heard like the Masons require that they'll accept people of different faiths, but they require that you believe in a higher uh, power. Now I know people have different yeah. views on that, but right, but they, but they do require that there is some belief in a a god or a greater greater power but you're saying the scientologists don't i forgive me i just don't know much about scientology so yeah and i really don't either um i mean because i only went in there like maybe three or four times um over three years i actually went once um when so i lived in la for a while i was an actress and i had a a very well actually this was sorry this was before i moved to la this was in new york it was my scene partner um but she was very involved and i think her brother was very involved and she had brought me in and i remember saying from the very beginning like you know i'm not converting but if you really want me to come like i'm kind of curious like i would totally you know see what it's all about yeah and uh yeah, exactly. it was very interesting. Um, but I mean, it was one meeting and that most of that meeting was spent trying to get me to join rather than teaching me what they did. So mm-hmm. I didn't actually figure out a whole lot of what they did. I just felt very pressured. And I was like, uh, I already told you I'm not joining, but I'm very curious what you do. <laughs> so. Right. Well, you know, I, they have just oodles and oodles and oodles of personal development books. And mm-hmm. Ron Hubbard was, you know, the founder. Right. And- um, obviously there was tons of personal development books and I have always been in personal development. So yeah, I, that was an attraction, but, um, I believe that the number one personal development book in the, in the world is the Bible mm-hmm. because, um, obviously it talks about unforgive, uh, unconditional love and, and forgiveness right. and, you know, that we can be set free. That's part of my podcast is setting yourself free. And what is it from? Mm-hmm. Is it from, you know, your past, is it from, you know, alcoholism? Is it from drugs? Is it from uh, being an entrepreneur over being an employee? Is it setting yourself free from being um, conservative to liberal or liberal to conservative? I mean, everyone has something that they're trying to be set free from, I think, and mm-hmm. it could be anything. So mine was obviously the shame, the settling and the self-betrayal that I put myself through, mm-hmm. Courtney, because I was so embarrassed Mm. And was ashamed to tell, I mean, my family didn't even know that he was not a Christian until um, after we had actually split up and I was engaged in getting married to the man that I am today, who is a pastor. And he, our story is very profound. It's Mm -hmm. an amazing story how he was there to support me in this separation and he literally um, prayed with me for this man mm-hmm. to hope that he would come to know Jesus because he believed and knew in my heart that I wanted that for him, which I, I do. And mm-hmm. I did. And so needless to say, um, when you settle and on my very first day, Courtney, I'm sure you'll appreciate this. I was talking to a coach on the phone and I would talk to him a number of times writing my book and, and, you know, launching my podcast. And, and he said, you know, Katie, um, this is the third time we've had this conversation. 
And it's the third time that you say he betrayed you. And he says, but however, I'm going to call you out and tell you that not only did he betray you, but you betrayed yourself on the first date when you knew he was not a Christian and you decided to get involved. Mm. And I was just like two by four, the Holy Spirit gut punch. <laughs> and I was like, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was like the moment that I was set free because I was hanging on to something and that was never going to be. And when I finally realized that I had to own my own decisions and the mistake that I had made by getting involved with someone who was not equally yoked with me, who did not know Jesus, then it was um, setting, I mean, I mean, I was set free. I then was able to finish my book. I was able to launch my podcast. It was just a matter of taking the handcuffs off of holding on to the past and not letting go to set myself free to be able to be, do, and have what God wanted for me. Mm-hmm. So I know that there's people that are listening to your your podcast that have probably been in a similar situation where they're stuck and they're holding on to something that maybe isn't in their best interest or, mm-hmm. or healthy for them. Right. And so for me, I settled. Mm-hmm. Um, I had shame and I was, um, and I betrayed myself. And so the, my whole book is about setting yourself free and being unmasked because no one had a clue what I was going through for three years. And this man, um, my husband, he counseled me, he supported me, he stood by me. And, um, I don't know, did, have you ever seen the show, The War Room? Which the war room is with Priscilla Shriver, and it was um, it was a movie that came out a few years ago where this um, woman had a war room, and it was her basically her closet where she took all of her clothes out of the closet. This woman said to her, instead of complaining about your husband, why don't you just um, start praying for your husband? So mm-hmm. she went into her war room and she had scriptures all over the room. And mm-hmm. she would sit in there when she was having, you know, a downtime, good time, or just, just praying for her husband mm-hmm. because they were struggling. And through that process and God's grace, he, um, basically fell down on his face was exposed with some of the things that he had been doing, but he, they, their relationship and their marriage was reunited. And, and uh, you know, it was like a Cinderella story, if you will. Uh, and yeah, it was really cool. So I had a war room. I would, I literally for two and a half years prayed for that man's salvation face down on my floor, praying that, you know, he would come to know him and be set free from the bondage that he was in with the re- religion he was in. And, I was in there praying and um, my my pastor husband today would say to me, you know, every six months when we were counseling and seeing each other as friends only, I'd introduce him as my BFF, my best friend forever. Mm-hmm. And while I was doing that, he every six months he would say, can we move our relationship to the next level? But I wasn't, I would say, I haven't heard from God. I'm not ready that, you know, I can't do that. And he respected it. Thank God. And so anyway, the longest short is I couldn't find him on a Friday night because I was uh, texted him and said, where are you? What are you doing? And he texted back saying he was in a meeting mm-hmm. and, a, and it was not an M-E-E-T-I-N-G, but I said he was in an M-E-A-T-I-N-G, Courtney. So he was meeting and he was meeting one of my gal pals that I introduced him to who asked me if we were dating. And I said, no, that we were just best friends. So she invited him to a Christmas stroll, which was great. He went and then he came back the next day saying that he was set free. And I was just like, what do you mean you've been set free? And I was just like, and I went off shift and it was one of those classic moments 
Courtney, where your friends say, so do you think he, you may have more feelings for him than you thought? <laughs> I was like, that's obvious because <laughs> I went off shift. Anyway, the long and short is I was praying in my war room and wow. said, Jesus, if I ever had to hear from you, now would be the day. And I heard from him like a bullhorn, let no man separate what I've put together. So as a good doubting Thomas that I was, Courtney, I said, well, what about the fact that he has four adult children that I'd never met? What about the finances? What about the intimacy? We had none of that because I had the blinders on with that, Mm. you know, that shield and wasn't seeing him for the man that he was. And all I kept hearing from God was, trust me for that. Trust me for that. Trust me for that. So. Through the grace of God, I, I told him what I heard in the war room. He was receiving of that. And a, a month later, we were engaged. And five months later, we got married because we had been with each other for three years right. as friends with just doing life as best friends. Yeah. And so my mask, obviously, everyone was totally shocked um, um, when I told them this is what was going on because... You know, you fake it till you make it versus faithing it till you make it. Faithing it. Faithing it. Faith it till you make it versus fake it. And it's the finding answers in the heart. And that's what. I like that. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's great. Finding answers in the heart. Yeah. Finding answers in the heart, you know, and I can tell you every setback is a setup for a comeback. So I, my whole journey and my calling, I feel, on my life is to help people to be set free from whatever's holding them back, from God's purpose for their life, and to be, do, and have whatever it is that God has put in your heart, because we all know that we have desires, and they came from Him, and many of us are wanting to achieve that, and some of us fall short, and so there's there's a lot to be said about trusting, having faith, and pausing praying and and don't do anything until you have peace and so it's it was a journey but I'm grateful that I've gone through what I have to Mm -hmm. have what I have now obviously and being able to share my book you know to share with you the unmask the power of courage and vulnerability to live free no more settling shame or self-betrayal and of course, I'm grateful that women come to Montana, Courtney. And like we were talking before the show, it's like, you should come to Montana. And, <laughs> and we go and it's in Paradise, Montana. And I'm like, there's here no- it's breathtakingly beautiful. I know it gets it really is. cold in the winter, but I hear it's beautiful. Everyone thinks that and you're right. It depends <laughs> on part of the state you're in because in some areas it's frigid cold right and it's funny because when I tell people that I live in the banana belt of Montana they think I'm crazy but we really do have a a a nicer if you can say winter than most areas most areas can be really frigid and we do have our moments but you know it does keep people that are afraid of the snow or the the weather you know outside of Montana but um, we're in Paradise, Montana for the women's retreat, and it's called that for a reason. And it's like the river runs through it, and the mountains are right there. We have hot springs there, and Ooh. it's glorious. 
and the women come and I'm having it on October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And there's about three rooms left. If there's some women that hear this, right. and you want to be spontaneous and say, how do I get a hold of Katie Huff at katiehuffministries.com? Yeah. And get a hold of me, katie-huff.com. I, I was saying I would totally go. I was home five days in the last month. So I, in the span of three weeks, I did 40 interviews. Last night, I got back at 6 a.m. And uh, you're my second podcast. I slept two hours, went to the gym. And yeah, so, but I think I we're going to be home for a little bit because then I'm going to be in uh, Doral speaking. So yeah. yeah. And how about, that's where um, obviously the blessing of us meeting each other down in yeah. Vegas. That was awesome. Obviously, yeah. You know, setting ourselves free, obviously, from the uh, restrictions that have been um, on us since 2020. And obviously, yeah. having the opportunity to meet incredible faith-filled patriot men and women yeah. is always a blessing. And um, I was, you know, obviously honored to have a, a booth there as you were and and, yeah. and being able to speak to people and you know, interview people and, you know, and, and having them have the courage to be vulnerable. I had the, the blessing of talking to Dr. Bartlett and Stella Emanuel, Dr. Emanuel from the frontline American frontline doctors and Dr. McCullough. And I mean, all of the people that we get to rub elbows with and learn from and, you know, just, you know, stand up and set ourselves and set ourselves free from the bondage that some parts of our government want us to be under. Yes. And that they seem to be wanting to uh, do once again. So they want to, yeah, lock us down and muzzle us. (laughs) Right. And what's really interesting, Courtney, is when I talked to the doctors there is I was a registered nurse for, for 13 years. Then I sold pharmaceuticals pharmaceuticals for one of the the big companies yeah and so people are like oh my gosh so you were right in the you're in the belly of the beast yeah (laughs) I was but I I keep saying that you know I was I was on the on the caretaking I was always wanting to obviously take care of my patients sure and and trust and you know I think that's usually why people go into the healthcare industry they're not aware of the corruption when they oh yeah yeah, well, and it's and depending on what type of healthcare you're you're talking sure. about, and that's why I say God always has a plan, and it's perfect, and it always um, comes out, and you're either going to, you know, you'll either be promoted or exposed with what you do in your life. So right. hopefully, you're, we're all promoting ourselves versus exposing ourselves. But thank God there is the exposure because then we can obviously um, deal with that the best way we can, and obviously it's all a spiritual warfare from a Christian perspective. It does seem to be for sure. Yeah. yeah. So what do you uh what do you do at the retreat at the retreats? The women's retreats. Well, um we do a uh evaluation. Every woman gets to evaluate where they're at in their life, you know, where they're at today to where they want to be, what what's right. God put on their heart. Do they know right. what their passion is, what their purpose is? Mm-hmm. I had a woman today say, I feel like I'm just I'm taking care of elderly people and I just want to find something to, you know, put my arms around. Uh, and and I said, you should come to our retreat because we do the wheel of life, which is you check in on your where you are physically, where you are financially, where you are spiritually, where you are with your culture, where you are with, you know, um, your finances. And so it's mind, body, spirit. 
and yeah. we do an evaluation of where you are on a scale of one to 10 and what are your top three goals. We also have a conversation about um, healing rain. There's a, a, a woman that's coming from Texas and talking about what is holding us back is sometimes some of the things that we've gone through in our life, like the PTSD that I was talking about. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, sharing with you that what I went through with that breakup, but uh, obviously our theme is no more settling, living an intentional life, yeah. because so many of us think that um, that we have lots of time when sometimes we don't know the day or the night. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to have on my license plates, Courtney, snooze, you lose. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of situations, we are in a time where we can't snooze anymore. We really need to be moving proactively forward in what is our purpose and what's God calling on our life. And right. so we help the women to get let go of the past, heal right. from the hurts, step into their greatness, right. and you know, be set free to, to live the life that they want at a level 10. Because mm-hmm. all of us have experiences and education on one axis and on the other axis, you know, we have basically your heart desires and your passions. And when those two accesses collide, that's where convergence will take place. And that's where um, women and and even men that do this um, will get set free from, you know, unlocking your destiny and stepping into your greatness and yeah. leaving that fingerprint on this earth and on this world mm-hmm. is what it's all about is being here to live, laugh, and love and leave a mark on the earth that you are here. Yeah. I love it. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So, so, sorry, go on. No, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to ask, cause you said, and men too. So, but your retreats are just women. You focus. This particular yeah. retreat is just women. When do, I say, do, men, go yeah. ahead. I was just saying with men, you know, everyone, I think even in human, you know, whether if you're a woman or a man, we all have a goal or a desire to be, to do and have whatever God created us to be. And sometimes people just settle. And so our whole premise is to support, encourage, and um, help the women to know what that is and to mm-hmm. let go of the baggage of the past, to be set free, to move forward into what it is that they feel is their passion and their calling on their life. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Cause, you know, God knows um, we're not going to get out of this alive and uh, that we're going to have, you know, these trials and, and they can either, you know, promote you, you know, and you can learn from them. Or sometimes the lesson has to be learned many times before you set yourself free from letting go of something that might be holding you back. So, um, and obviously, we, last year, our, our theme was remarkable life, remarkable legacy. And that's really important to me. And and I'm older than you. And so as you get older, you start to pause and go, okay, what what impact can I make on this earth that when I am done and prayerfully that God will say, well done, good and faithful servant, as he meets me at the the pearly gates and uh, being set free to dance on the golden streets of heaven. Obviously, I would hope that, you know, I came, I've served, I've loved and I've loved. So um, it's it's one day at a time, though. You know, it's we we and we every day we get to start over, and so there's a lot of times people unfortunately feel like they, you know, can't let go or they can't move forward or they're not making an impact. And it's just like, well, we can help you as um, speakers and coaches to obviously be set free. That I'm sure you've heard of this uh, 
the sabotaging yourself and mm-hmm. and the imposter syndrome and the limiting beliefs that all of us have. You know, we try to set people free from those so they can accomplish mm-hmm. what God has put on their heart and, and live out their purpose. Yeah. What do you find are some of the biggest obstacles that people are up against? And what do you find uh, helps them to make the biggest breakthroughs? The limiting beliefs um, that they aren't good enough, they're not worthy, that they don't have the finances, they don't have the education, mm-hmm. that the past uh, experiences with relationships or careers is kind of like holding them back from being set free. I mean, an example, I had one, uh, we have women that come in that, you know, are really looking for support and an answer and direction of where they should go. One woman couldn't even barely stand up and say what her name was when she came into the room, which was telling. But by the end of three days, she was dancing. She was singing. She was, you know, just like set free. I had a woman out of Ohio that was a policewoman and she came in. She was just like flat affect. You know, this was based on her career. Uh, and she was like, don't hug me, don't come close to me because I've been trained to not get close to people because of her career. Mm-hmm. And by three days, again, Courtney, she was dancing, she was singing, she was even crying because she was full of joy because it was oh, wow. almost like she had to, you know, shed that veneer outer covering and know that it is this was a safe place for her to be able to share her heart and to see her now uh she is no longer a policewoman and she is now speaking herself and um, empowering and encouraging women and that was her experience of coming to montana and being set free from from that bondage and we see it time and time again uh, and it's just a safe place. It's a nurturing place. It's a celebrating place. We, you know, get there and we do a fireside chat outside in the wilderness with the mountains and the, the river and getting to know each other and what brought them there. Um, we then do, you know, exercises and education and it's very interactive. So you're not just sitting there mm-hmm. and listening. You're actually on the field participating to move forward we have the uh we usually have it at a hot springs which we are we're having it at quinn's hot springs in paradise montana this year on october 1st 2nd and 3rd oh. and yeah and so we'll be able to have downtime where you can hike you can you can float the river there's all kinds of activities even in some locations we've had horseback riding yeah, so it's just amazing. And we were able to then, you know, break bread, have dinner, have breakfast, have the hot springs, and literally walk out with a plan and a goal of, you know, the top three, you know, desires that they've gotten out of the the five or seven on the wheel of life that they can, you know, pursue. And, and many of the women come back a year after year because they are wanting to, you know, sharpen their axes at that next level and the next level. And sure. it's just an amazing uh, just community of women that want to make a difference and be able to say, you know, they lived, they laughed and they loved while they were here. Ah, when did you start the retreat? I had been I had been involved in them as a speaker from some 2003 
Okay. I took over as the lead in 2011. So for the last, you know, 12 years, I've been the main person leading the pack. And then I've always had amazing women that are very talented, educated, and um, successful and have done very well in many areas of their life. And so they're wanting to obviously share and, and, and reach down and pull women up so they can, you know, walk out that purpose and that call in their life. Yeah. So have you noticed that, I'm just curious how they've changed over the years and as particularly in the past few years. Yes. Yes. I mean, even in the last couple of years, I mean, I think in general, their, their uh, spirituality has grown significantly Mm -hmm. Um, based on what has gone on in our country and in our world, you know, that um, I'm like, if you don't know Jesus, you might want to get to know him real quick, Mm -hmm. just based on the fact that there's so much drama, trauma, you know, all kinds of things that are going on across our world, not just even our country. And it's, it's telling that, you know, if you are a Christian, it's very much in the book of Revelation, Mm -hmm. and things are going to get bad before they get better and they'll be better when obviously we get on the other side of all of this. And so uh, that's, that's a, a biggie is, you know, just seeing that especially the the closeness that we create and mm-hmm. the ability to, you know, support each other, even long distance through communications, through different um, courses that we provide for them after this event. And many women, like I said, are repeat people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like just being able to to be at peace, if you will, because mm-hmm. there's so much that's going on. Um, it's like sensory overload is what I call it. Mm-hmm. Everything's coming at you. And it's an, an opportunity for people to just breathe, take a break, really reflect and not have that sensory coming at them while they're at the retreat. And then obviously realizing what is the most important to them in their, in their walk and in their life and what is where they need to go to be able to, you know, feel good about where they are at not to be always pulling themselves back and being delivered from the the past evils or the past experiences or, mm-hmm. and, and even what's going on even in our country with, I mean, you look at people with, everything that's impacting us with the cost of everything going up, employers not being able to find employees, you know, the list is long as we all know. However, the blessing is, is when you realize what your purpose is and your calling is, then then you can really zone in and focus on that and then really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the people that you come in in contact with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would imagine it's been uh, really interesting just to watch the shift. I guess it's, I do think one of the silver linings, a lot of people are waking up. So I, I think that in the, what what I see is that while there are some people who are still very much in fear and, you know, still reliving yes. old pattern, um, I also see a lot of paradigm shifts and that's not just, uh, you know, intellectual. It also, no. No. yeah, I think it's that there definitely it, there's, um, that's a God thing for sure in my mind and in my eyes. I mean, just to see that people are waking up, like you said, and realizing this isn't right. And, you know, with everything, you know, from gas prices and food prices and not being able to travel. And I mean, just the controls and, you know, the, the lies 
that are out there that are truly being exposed. And, you know, in the end, God wins and Mm -hmm. everything will be exposed and it is being exposed. It's definitely being exposed. But I think part of that too, though, is that if uh, it's being exposed and people see the truth in, in a strange way, there's, uh, I I don't want to say less fear because I think there are people who are still very uh, fearful, but I think that they're less controlled by it. Because when you know how much you're being lied to, then you're you're less you succumb less to propaganda, I think. And so that doesn't mean you may not have other concerns or other fears, but you I think what I'm seeing at least is people really trying to take control of the things that they can control. And interestingly enough, you know, fear campaigns operate on what you can't control. Exactly. (laughs) you know, if you start taking control over things that you do have some power and control over, that's empowering. And I think it's a little bit harder to be paralyzed by the fear when you're taking some sort of ownership over your your own personal sovereignty and that of those around you, your your loved ones and your close community. Absolutely. And I'm I'm always telling people Courtney, is that I use a three-step process in anything that it doesn't feel good. I mean, mm-hmm. I always call it the Holy Spirit gut punch. And when you're listening to something, seeing something, hearing something, and you're going, this just doesn't sound right, mm-hmm. is that you just pause and you pray and you don't do anything until you have peace. And the peace which transcends all understanding is going to guard our hearts and minds. The only thing we have control over is what we think and what we do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times those attacks that are coming at us from watching TV or Mm -hmm. the lies that I just encourage people to pause, Mm -hmm. pray, and don't do anything until you have peace and you will get the answer. You'll know what the answer is once you have that peace and then you'll know you're on the right path. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, so you do a podcast too. What what do you focus on with the podcast? The whole theme is setting yourself free. And uh, yeah, it's all about, you know, I have my little questions here that, you know, it's that I talk to people about and and say, you know, you know, what is it that uh, are the sequence of events that you went through to get set free? And a lot of people are on the other side of this, mm-hmm. of whatever it is. And what have they, how have they seen God move in their lives and to help them to become what they have become? And what kind of advice do they have for other people, mm-hmm. you know, and where do they start to begin to set themselves free? Because I've had people from every type of walk. I mean, they've mm-hmm. been... From, you know, the one guy that was a pastor that was an alcoholic and the head pastor wanted him to leave the church and the community said, no, this is the time that we need to keep him here and support him in this journey. And he's been sober for probably now like 40 years and he's written three books on on sobriety and how to become sober and things of that nature. I've had one woman that actually was just like, she's like, my life's been pretty great, Katie. She says, but I guess I could be set myself, set myself free from going from the cubicle to being an entrepreneur and in control of my destiny and what I've done. And I'm like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. We've had people be set free from um, traditional medicine to doing, you know, holistic medicine and, and, and being uh, cured of cancer or other diseases. I've had People that, you know, this one woman that her story was profound. She was married to 
um, a man of faith who had multiple affairs on her, not only with women, but men. And then he was a uh, pastor in the church and embezzled in every church that he ever was in and ended up in, in jail and how she could, she needed to obviously totally separate herself from that and set herself free from that. I mean, I always tell people, you don't have to have a crisis to be set free though. I mean, you could be, I always jokingly say you could be set free from chocolate. <laughs> 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 or whatever. I mean, everyone has their thing, right? And right. everyone has their story. And I don't make light of it. But a lot of times when I talk to people, they think that they have to have this major crisis to be able to be set free from things. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that grandiose. It can be, you know, I set myself free from, you know, not going to bed at one in the morning, but going to bed at 10 o'clock and having a better sleep rhythm and better eating and better exercise and, you know, just improving themselves and, you know, going from corporate America to an entrepreneur is another one, not just the cubicle, but actually being in corporate America and being set free to set themselves up with a, a business. Um, I've, I've interviewed over a hundred people and would love to obviously have you on my show yeah. as well yeah, so we can talk about, yeah so we can talk about what you feel you've set yourself free from and I mean there's there's just all kinds of things and and the big thing is is just um giving them a platform obviously to be able to because when we I don't want to use we'll expose ourselves or when we're vulnerable we give other people permission to be vulnerable and it's sure. safe there's a safe place and that to try and, you know, take those, those, you know, that PTSD cloth off of them that they've been, you know, hanging around their back or on their arms because, you know, disease is dis-ease. And so people get sick because of that dis-ease. Right. And so I just encourage people to be set free. And I've had people come on and they've been set free from cancer. They've been set free from all kinds of medical conditions and, I mean, just because of the treatments that they've chosen, the, the getting at peace, you know, and not having the angst and the anxiety that is ravaging our young, especially today more than ever. But knowing who you are and whose you are is the most important. Who you are is a child of God and whose you are is you're a daughter or a son of the most high king in my eyes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That will for you as well. Pardon? Oh, that will set you free as well, well once you finally realize. And for me, I had to be flat down and surrender, you know, you know, those six years ago where I literally said I give because my picker was broke and I was mm. looking for love in all the wrong places. And and then God was just like had this man in front of me for three years that was just my best friend forever, BFF, and finally realized yeah. that this was his man. And he chose this man for me. Mm-hmm. And so it's been obviously a very huge blessing because um, I was, you know, I was a broken woman and there's a lot of people out there that are broken, but there is light at the other side of the tunnel and, and it's bigger and better than you could ever imagine. You just have to take the first step. Yeah, absolutely. It's really interesting what you're saying about uh, like health conditions and cancer. Cause we're, I, I think people now more, more than, I don't want to say ever because I think people used to know this, but I think they're seeing it again, how powerful the mind is and how Huge. much of disease is really uh, connected to uh, thought patterns and trauma. Um, you know, there's the, the book, The Body Keeps the Score. And I think mm-hmm. that's really true. You know, that's not to say that you couldn't be 
Um, obviously, like virus means toxin. You know, it doesn't mean that we, we're not bombarded by toxins. But I think a lot of time people underestimate the 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 toxicity of uh, negative thought patterns, of traumatic events, or or trauma that you store and internalize, um, or just toxic, you know, behaviors and experiences. So. Well, and even toxic relationships. I mean, that's well, they, yeah, that's what I would encompass that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, when we're in these environments where we're working and we're spending 40, 50 hours a week in a toxic environment that's not healthy for you as, you know, an employee, that's not good. Or toxic relationships, you know, with, you know, your significant others or, or your parents or your cousins or your neighbors. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and it just feels like a lot of times people are in a constant stirred up um, stress-wise. So you think about your, you know, your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic nervous system and it's an overdrive. And if you can't come down off of that stuff because it's so stressful, right. um, you know, you have to know what you can control and what you can't. And what we get to do is control the thoughts of our, and what, and what, you know, from our mind to our heart, you know, there's that scripture in the Bible that says, be anxious for nothing, no thing, but through prayers and petition with thanksgiving, present our request to God mm-hmm. and the peace of God that transcends all understanding is going to guard our heart and our mind. Those are the things that we have control over. So mm-hmm. when you catch yourself in this stirred up position, no matter where you're at, is you just again need to pause and just say enough. Mm-hmm. And stop that thinking, stop that, you know, just that running on a treadmill, if you will, is a good visual that that's what we're doing with our emotions and just say, I'm getting off this treadmill. You're probably too young to remember Fred Flintstone that was running on the on the treadmill, I Courtney, and he was like, Wilma, get me off of this treadmill. And I have to tell you, I sometimes feel like I'm, I'm Fred Flintstone with all the things that I have going on in my life, but I do jump off that treadmill and, and you do have to have downtime and because we have so much sensory overload and like to your point you know the negative the constant negative news and i'm sure you'll know what that acronym is from a big time news people on tv constant negative news (laughs) yeah i would not recommend people go there because it's not life-giving it's you know basically constant negative news that's funny yeah I call it communist news network, in. but yeah, that yeah, works too. <laughs> that that works also though. Yeah, I, I always call it the communist network news, but yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So you don't want to you don't want to tune into that. That's not no. healthy for you at all. You want to be uh, obviously knowing what's going on, but knowing also where you can actually have that peace, sure. the past all understanding that will guard your heart and mind. You. And for me, it's like through prayer, through journaling, through exercising, through getting outside of nature. I'm so grateful that I live in the state that I do because we used to only have a million people in this state, Courtney. But ever since the the show Yellowstone came out, our population has gone up (laughs) by 200,000. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely very much growing. And uh, it's obviously a blessing but it's also a, a challenge because our roadways are not created for the amount of people that are moving into Montana. But how interesting. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. And I mean, it's it's very interesting. All that 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 has done for us is a blessing. But obviously, the I think the 
average house in Montana now is like close to $700,000, which has never been that way ever. Wow. It's on the market today selling anything, you know, anything under 700,000. There isn't anything on the market these days. And people are, I mean, that's what my friends in, in real estate are telling me that those particular prices are where they're at today. And it was never that way. So, right. It's but a, we, we live in a gorgeous state. Yeah. And I'm that's grateful true. that I'm, I've lived here my whole life, but I've traveled all over with, mm -hmm. with up with people and, and even with my business, with, you know, the, the business that I do outside of my ministry, which mm -hmm. is, you know, employee benefits with a company and also um, investments. So, I mean, I've traveled all over, but there's no place like home. I feel like Dorothy on the Wizard of Oz, to, you know, tapping her heels together saying there's no place like home. And uh, when I'm on the airplanes and airports and coming home, I, I feel like I'm saying that on a regular basis because there is no place like home. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, good. here it's really beautiful. I'm, I'll definitely have to make a trip. Absolutely. We'll just have to put make that intentional and, and put it on the to-do list and and definitely focus on when that'll work for you. And and obviously we live here with our arms wide open and, and people Thank are welcome and, and want people to come and experience this yeah. lifestyle. Um because you know it's it's pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful yeah. for that. But, you know, I would just encourage people to be true to who they are. And, you know, obviously, if they I would encourage them to if, pick up the book Unmasked, The Power of Courage yes. and Vulnerability, Live Free, No More Settling, Shame or Self-Betrayal. And and if your people on your podcast are interested in learning more about our retreats, that it's the timing is right. It's only two weeks away. And so you yeah. have to be a pretty spontaneous person and can, you know, get on that plane and get here or drive here, depending on where you're at. Absolutely. And obviously, I'm going to be having you on my getting or setting yourself free, which obviously yeah. I would love for people to follow me on there as they follow you, Courtney, on on your show and and just, uh, you know, be all that God has created you to be. And, you know, so and, and they can go to K-A-T-Y-H-U-F-F.com. Okay. And that is my website. And Great. they can, you know, obviously find me on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Rumble, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, just like you. And you get to be on all this. Well, yeah, no. YouTube. All of the platforms because we want to set people free and we want to make sure that people um, are not running around wearing a mask and being uh, set free and just knowing the truth of, you know, who you are and whose you are and where you're going. And obviously um, you can go to YouTube right now and go to Katie Huff Ministries and subscribe. That yeah. would be the greatest thing that for your audience I to do. Put, I will put this one on YouTube. I don't put very much on there because uh, they've kicked me off several times. So I'm, yeah, I'm now I understand. on like, higher <laughs> streaming on a ch another channel. So I, yeah, I use it very okay. sparingly, but uh, yeah. And even, you know, the YouTube and Facebook are probably the worst in, in those types of situations. Yeah, I use Facebook so rarely these days. I think I got myself in so much of a, you know, kerfuffle. You were in Facebook prison. Yeah, in 2020, it was a little rough. So I, I just got pretty burnt out with it. Yeah, uh, well, thank God there's other platforms. And I'm also on Rumble, which is very mm -hmm. good with most of the things that we want to talk about that sure. is censored, thank God. Yes, yeah. So. I think Facebook, I also, because I've had it for so long and I had it from, you know, 
like other, like when I was in the entertainment industry, so a lot of people weren't yeah. very aligned. So I, yeah. and I'm not interested in, you know, I'd like to share information and then leave yeah. it for people to, uh, you know, take what resonates for them and what doesn't they can leave, but I'm not really interested in like battling all day with people, especially no. not people who are, you know, friends of mine. That's just not what I'm here to do. Yeah. Uh, not worth know, I'm happy to present information and, uh, you know, whatever, obviously I believe what I believe and I, I stand by my convictions and I'll present information and I would even in a, you know, charitable sense, if somebody wants to have a debate, I'm open to that, but I'm not, I'm not interested in debate in like fighting with people all day on social media. Just no, you talk about stress and PTSD. Yeah, exactly. It, it's not, just not. Not walking out your calling on your but life. It's part of why I started this. So there was silver lining. I think there's been many. Oh, there is. Yeah. There's been many silver linings and, yeah, when you were talking about like the, you know, just uh, like not to be plugged into the news and how negative it is. I mean, I think that kind of news is, yeah, I mean, that's their only purpose is to create right. propaganda and fear. Right. Yeah, um, my father would call it stirring the pot. And the more you stir it, the thicker it gets. And yeah. so you don't want, you don't want to be stir, stirring the pot. However, the truth will set you free. That yeah. is the biggest thing. So that's why I mean... And that's what I think all of us try to do yeah. is talk truth exactly. because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And yeah. that's what's going on across our world and across our country sure. right now. But yet, you know, God comes to give us life into the fullest. And so you will either be promoted or exposed through this process, obviously, and timing is everything. And so do you hide under a rock? I sure hope not. No. But you definitely need to have discernment and be able to really be able to basically um, dissect what is truly the truth. And yes. and you'll know that, again, because if you have peace, then you'll know that that's the truth. That's the truth. If you don't have peace, when you're listening to someone, that's when that's your radar. Your, oh, okay. If I could be so blunt and say your, your bull pucky radar goes straight up because you're going, okay, that isn't the truth. Yeah, you know, I like right? that. Yeah. yeah, listen to your intuition for sure. Big yeah. time, big yeah. time. Do that heart check. Absolutely, your heart will definitely let you know for sure. So. Always, yeah. I think uh, you know. I think we all have intuition, but I think women in particular tend to be very connected to. It. I think that's one of the things that we're. Yeah, and when you get quiet and you're just, whether you're meditating or in my world, it's praying. Um, when I'm praying, I definitely get downloads of, you know, uh, individuals or even things I need to do or to people I need to call. It's almost like, you know, you just have to get that quiet, still voice where you're going, okay, you know, to me, it's like, okay, if someone says I need to, in my prayers, I'm hearing, you know, call Courtney. I'm picking up the phone and I'm calling Courtney. And right. most times, which is really interesting, is that something's going on in your life when I pick up that phone and call because it's like, okay, right. something's happening. And that's yeah, just that, that. that nobody can deny. I feel like no. everybody has had that experience where no. they're thinking of someone and they call or they text or, yeah. Exactly. I, that that is that's why with my retreats that it's the mind body and spirit because spiritually you're being connect, we're connected and oh. and so we when someone comes to my mind I'm calling them and saying is everything okay and haven't talked to you in a while or what have you and so it's definitely a way for us to stay connected is 
to tune in to not just your the mind and the body, which was more normally what most people do, but also know that there is a spiritual component to all of us. Of and course. we need, you know, obviously tune into that because that will be your guardrails is peace. Peace yeah. is the guardrails. Yeah, absolutely. We we need more of that right now. So. Man, don't we? I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you. Yeah, it's going to, I think it's, this is now September. I'm thinking that the next three to, you know, months going out of this year and starting in 2024, 2024 is going to be an interesting year. I'm sure you'll agree. Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> going interesting through. is a kind of a a benign word, but it will yeah. definitely be interesting. It, it, yeah, my fiance says exciting times, but yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, they'll be exciting. A lot going on. Yes. <laughs> I think it's going to be that way until. Uh, I mean, I think the election they're they're going to do definitely be lots of interesting turns. So, yes, yeah. yes, for sure, it will be. Um, it will not be dull. No, <laughs> there will be a lot of fireworks and a lot of excitement. I'm just hoping it'll be peaceful because I think they really want to stir up. Um, violence because i think that's a breeding ground for chaos and usurpation of power so i really encourage people i know there are people who disagree with me on it and they think that violence is necessary you have to stand up but i i really hope that we can win this as a battle of ideas and not a kinetic war right yeah right so yeah yeah we don't want that at all that would be pretty horrific for everybody involved I concur. I concur. Yeah. And I just think it, it gives them more power. I just think when you have, because violence just leads to chaos and chaos is a breeding ground for usurpation of power. You know, that that's the whole premise behind the revolutionary movements is you create the chaos so that they can create a new system that's going to be supposedly the solution to all yeah. the problems. So Yeah, I agree. So yeah, we, we I agree. And, you know, I just say, but God all day long, God's in control. And it yeah. even says it in the Revelation and books. So God is in control. Yeah. So. But that doesn't mean sit back, right? That's why you empower no. people to no. take action and do, yeah, take control. Yeah, we definitely need to do what they can to empower themselves and their loved ones. Yes. And we definitely need to get on the field. We can't be um, just sitting back and, you know, watching the show. We definitely need to get involved. People need to be involved. Yes. For sure. So, no, but I'm glad nice. you say that because I think sometimes people misinterpret that. Like, that means we just sit back and watch. But Yeah, no. Definitely no. not. We, and the joke we, about get your popcorn and sit back and watch. No, you need to be have your boots on and you need to stand up and you need to get involved because you may be sorry if you don't get involved. Right. Because then you'll have nothing to basically complain about if you don't get involved and speak out and set yourself free by speaking out on what it is that is important to you and your family and, and, and to, you know, our sovereignty and our, our nation and, and what our country was built upon was the constitution, which is key. Key. Yes. Restore the constitution. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, well, thank you so much. Do you have anything yes. else you want to impart? Please, please do. I would just encourage them like we did. Uh, go to KDF Ministries and subscribe on YouTube, please. And follow me on the, all the different platforms from Rumble to Facebook to YouTube. And 
Apple, Spotify and come to Montana. Like I'm encouraging Courtney or pick up my book or, you know, just uh, follow me and send me a text or an email. I'm, I'm out there. I'm, I'm very much out there and would love to just um, connect and support you and encourage you to set yourself free from anything that's holding you back. So, and that, that you would be not wearing a mask ever, 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 ever again, physically, spiritually. Yeah, or in- just take them off. <laughs> I, I, I also have one thing I thought it was so funny because, uh, well, not like haha funny, but in, you know, when I was living in Santa Monica, as this, most of my audience knows the story as part of why I started the podcast because I'm hearing yeah. it and I learned how to speak by reading lips. But right. one of the things I kept saying was that it felt so demonic. And yeah. I was not religious. Like, so my my two business partners who were very religious were like, yes, Courtney, we agree, but it's very funny to hear this from you. And I was like, I just have no other words to describe it. Like, it's it dark. Like, it and that it was all like, I mean, I would step outside and everybody's wearing a mask. And it was, I was like, this, it, it's like I'm surrounded by it's demons. control. It's control. Well, yeah. I mean, I it's knew it was enslavement. I knew all those things intellectually, yeah. but yeah, I, mean, I know the history, but it was just weird that like yeah. I had that instant overwhelming, like feeling spiritually. I was like this. Oh yeah. And that, that, that's good though. That's, a, that's a great, um, what I want to say sense to have. I mean, you mm-hmm. need to have that sense of yeah. Uh, on a spiritual sense of what is demonic and what is not. And yeah. we definitely are living in demonic times. Yeah. And we could go down the path, Courtney, of, you know, selling our children. They're not for sale or I, into, oh, yeah. you know, that God makes mistakes. And so you can obviously change your gender. And I mean, we, I mean, that's demonic. It's godless. It's yeah. godless. Some, someone was telling me about that. They were like, you know, in the Bible, it doesn't say, it says there was man, there was woman. It doesn't say, and then there was like, I'm confused. <laughs> like, I don't mean to make light of, I understand no, that but, people do have, but it was kind of funny the way she said it to me. She was like, yeah, you know, the Bible makes it pretty clear. It's like there was male, there was female. It doesn't say, and then there was confusion. And then there was, they changed their genders. Like, you know, it, just, it doesn't say any of that. So, yeah. Yes, for sure. And, and, you know, for us to think that we can change who God created us to be physically just because we have a, a, a feeling. I mean, feelings are like the weather. They're going to yeah. change constantly. Well, it's, so, just, it's really unfortunate because the, the gender is being so heavily pushed on children. And, you know, what child hasn't at some point felt uncomfortable, uh, you know, especially in their own body. I mean, especially exactly. they're developing, they're growing, they're, you know, they're dealing with all sorts of new experiences and life is very confusing. They're trying to figure out their own identity, figure out their place in the world, who they are, um, exactly. and what, what the world around them is. And then to give them a permanent solution to a temporary problem is just, that's, it to evil. me is really cruel. Yeah. It's evil. It it's is. evil. Yeah. Because the, the suicide rate after they do that Courtney is through the ceiling within three years as some of the documentaries out there within three years, those that have had a sex change will potentially try to commit suicide or commit suicide. And so, so why? I mean, it's just like, it it doesn't make any sense. And like to your point, I don't know of anyone that is as an adult that didn't go through hormonal craziness yeah. As a woman or a man, as we were maturing and, and going, this stinks, you know, and, and you get over it, thank God. 
And then you just prayerfully people embrace the woman or the man that God created him to be because he doesn't make mistakes and just be the best that you can at who you are. Yeah. You know, they take the hand you were dealt to make the most of it. That's right. Enjoy it. Yep. That's right. And there's, there's, there's going to be things that'll come up always, no matter where you are in, in life, whether you're a, under the age of 10 and yeah. adolescence, God bless you, right. into your young adult, into your 30s, 40s, 50s. I mean, it's just amazing. And 60s, it's just amazing how, thank God, we, for those that mature and are not, you know, changing. And the people that I run around with, none of them have, you know, obviously been through that because they they got over that hump. Right. Whereas so many now, the kids that are doing it, they they haven't gotten over the hump yet. And they're just in that place where they feel like they need to do something now versus just give yourself some well, time. So many of them are being pushed towards it too. I mean, it's a, yes. uh, you know, it's cool. It's hip and you're very much uh, kind of ostracized from what I hear. Right. If, if you're not in that crowd. So it's, I, I think it, it's really unfortunate. I think, you know, history is not going to look fondly on this little time yeah. period of what we're doing to the kids. So, yeah. yeah. No, that, you know, a- again, I don't want to make light of like, you know, lack of compassion for, I understand no. that, you know, the people have tough times and there are people who really do struggle with, you know, I- also not just, you know, I know they call gender dysphoria, but there's all sorts of things people struggle with uh, right. when they're growing up. And I don't want to make light of that, but to push mm-hmm. something that is, you know, a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Is right. And there's, not- and there's help out there. There's help yeah. out there. And so you don't have to just jump to conclusions and make a rash decision, like you said, that can't be reversed. reversed. No, no. And that in most cases are completely devastating. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's That story is not going to end well, I guarantee. Mm. No. That one. You know, and and people just need to get, in my opinion, you know, it's great to have you need to get into counseling. And from my perspective, you need to get into a counselor that also may be rooted in a biblical background where you will learn about your spiritual life and you'll mm-hmm. learn about, you know, the God of the universe that created you in his image. Right. So that's what I would encourage. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much. Courtney, yeah. What a blessing. I can't wait to have you on mine. So I'm going to email you and we'll set okay. some dates when you have some time. Okay. Sounds great. I look forward to it. All, All right. right. And I just appreciate you and, and wish you nothing but blessings and huge success. And I know I'll see you, um, of course, in the Reawaken America tour. I, yeah. We'll see each other again. Yeah. I look forward yeah. to it. And you right. need to come to Montana for a women's retreat, girl. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to figure that out. We'll keep him posted okay. on the date. All right. Perfect. Yeah. All right, honey. God bless you. You too. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.